and we are live this is what's going on it's tuesday it's analyzing the lyric time and we're going to be looking at war pigs yeah that's it that song that song and uh, we're going to do so with some context to why the song was written, from what kind of perspective or worldview it was penned down, and became one of the most heavy metal icon powerhouses known to mankind in our current era. Black Sabbath. Even the name is scary, isn't it? Black Sabbath. I still remember it. In my youth, finding the Paranoid album... Among the other albums, my parents had a wonderful collection of albums. Remember those days? Records, record players, from Black Sabbath to Patsy Cline to Simon and Garfunkel to Waylon Jennings, Led Zeppelin to Cat Stevens and everything in between and far and above and beyond. Oh, the world of music and how I loved it. It was charming to me. What is this? Black Sabbath war pigs. It sounds scary. But uh, it's not their scariest song, if I may say so. And we might just analyze another lyric of theirs. They've got a whole bunch of really good ones, don't they? The Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath album, of course, is the most scariest of all heavy metal doom albums out there. And they are, of course, the pioneers of the genre. In my honest opinion, I could be wrong. But uh, from what I've been able to experience and read and see and all that kind of good stuff, yeah, I would say they are indeed the originators of that peculiar magic, sound, music. War Pigs is probably one of their most commonly known songs after Paranoid, and those cuts are certainly really good ones, aren't they? They're internationally known, and uh, I used to play them in the band. We used to play it in the band, and man, did we rock the house with those ones. We did. You just, it's just one of those songs. And um, if that's the only songs you've ever known from them, War Pigs or Paranoid, man, you're missing out. They've got quite the catalog and some uh, some pretty awesome songs. But again, it all depends on your conscience and taste in music uh black sabbath is not your you know care bear stare countdown kind of stuff it's <laughs> doom and gloom death and <laughs> evil but uh it, it, it's it's uh masterfully written and composed in such an primitive way but it worked and that's what i found fascinating like he did back then it wasn't about the 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 million dollar studios just a bunch of young kids getting together and be like let's make music let's talk about something it could be pol political influence it could be uh the perspective of course of a rebellious mind and all that kind of stuff but anyway so that's what we're going to be looking at stefan maya is my name at its souls.com is the website at its souls podcast here we are here we go war pigs let's put a bit of uh some context to the mix here if we may because listen and i encourage you to go through the archive videos 
that we have on this channel. Rumble.com slash Charlie slash Added Souls. Here we are on this channel. Please subscribe. Bit of housekeeping. Please consider subscribing. You might not find every day of the week something interesting to your thoughts or have any kind of substance to your life, but perhaps there is one day in there with the themes of our days, and you can look at the show notes for the themes of each day, Monday through Friday. And on Tuesdays, it's analyzing the lyrics. So Consider subscribing and following along to the channel. You might uh, be surprised on the content being produced. And so um, we want to put a bit of context to the story of the song. And uh, for that, there are various locations you can go with Google, obviously, and uh, credible websites who have done their studies and due diligence with interviews and reading uh, biographies and things of that nature in order to understand why War Pigs was written. And so here we are over at songfacts.com, and I'm going to be reading a bit of the songfacts.com acquired information to which, from what I've been able to know of them now for many, many years, is true, because I've, well, listened to the interviews, and I've read the books, and I've seen the documentaries, and I am a fan of the Black Sabbath uh, 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 portfolio and uh, yeah I kind of know a thing or two about Black Sabbath so here is what they say and I quote this song is about a man's desire to kill and destroy Black Sabbath got the idea from war stories they heard when they did a show at an American Air Force base during a tour of Europe Okay, They wrote the song when they were in a grim, deserted place in Zurich, where they were playing for a small sum of money to an even smaller audience. And here I quote from the section article, War Pigs was inspired by the Vietnam War. Sabbath bass player Geezer Butler, who was also their lyricist, recalled to Mojo in 2017, quoting, Britain was on the verge of being brought into it, the war, there was protest in the street, all kinds of anti-Vietnam things going on. War is the real Satanism, he says. Politicians are the real Satanists, he says. That's what I was trying to say. That's what he was trying to portray in this song. And friends, you know, again, why do we do this? Because we have a great disadvantage when we are not aware of the context and the song and why it exists. If we're trying to reach the youth and who love this music and we are throwing a Bible at them saying, you're damned to hell for li listening to Satan's music and Satanist music and stuff like that. Um, though that might be sprinkled with some truth from a various perspectives, I mean, that's... War Pigs was not a written Satanist song. Their perspective was war is Satanism, and politicians who are warmongers, they are the Satanists. Like from their perspective, and let's evil is not what they were trying to produce, evil is what they were trying to expose, right? And they were trying to expose it as these young, rebellious kids born and raised in a location that would facilitate and cultivate this kind of uh, delinquency. And they were writing a song about what they considered to be evil, war, and these politicians who want war. Why? Because, well, it's just, from their perspective, a bloodbath, innocent lives being disposed of carelessly. And there's no need for it. And so war 
Pigs was written. Now, we need to read this information to know that. Because if you just listen to the song without any context, you might, yeah, come out of it saying, well, this is a song glorifying Satan or something. This is a very evil song. You shouldn't be listening to it. Well, when we give a bit due diligence to the effort in reaching our youth and sitting down with us as Christians, faithful to Christ, our Lord and Master, we can kind of have a mutual connection in the moral playing ground if we actually have something to tell them about the kind of music they listen to. I, I, you know, I was, I grew up listening to all of this stuff, all the music that many of my brethren, born and raised within the confines and blessings of the kingdom, would say, all of that is Satanism and you need to throw it out in the garbage and burn it. That don't work. I know. It's been tried on me. You're going to burn all my catalog, all my records, ACDC, Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, because they're all Satanists. I mean, that didn't work on me. It only pushed me further into rebellion. Now, that's my perspective. It's isolated to my own personal opinions and the way I saw things as a youth, but I tend to think there were many others like me, still today walking among us, who listened to War Pigs and rock out, man. I mean, it's just the first time I heard that song. Dude, the cymbal's going, and then it drops with that bass. I mean, it was just, again, it's just, I'm locked in. I got my helmet on. Let's go. This is the best thing I've ever heard. This... This brings out an emotion that I've been feeling that nobody's been understanding, and now I know someone understands. Black Sabbath understands. And the lyrics they're singing, I don't really fully understand what's going on, but it sounds like if they're angry at something, that's evil. And so I'm angry at evil stuff too, and parents just don't understand. I used to play it in the band. I'm telling you, it was beautiful. It was just a beautiful thing. So, yeah, you know, we kind of have to understand where it's coming from. I encourage you to go check out the archived videos I have on my channel on Tuesdays. Tuesdays is, again, uh, analyzing the lyric. And I did one on ACDC's Highway to Hell. Well, from a, uh, a similar principle perspective, this year's session is quite, quite similar to ACDC's Highway to Hell. I mean, the title must mean there's Satanists and the song must mean about we're all happy going to hell. Well... Go check out the archived edition in our session as we analyze the lyric of Highway to Hell from ACDC. And maybe your thoughts will be changed. Okay, so here we keep going over at songfacts.com regarding war, uh, Black Sabbath's War Pigs. And I'll keep reading the information there before we get into the lyric and just go through uh, the various lines there. So the original name of the song was Walpurgis. <laughs> Walpurgis, which is a festival, by the way, with origins in paganism and witchcraft. Sabbath lead singer Ozzy Osbourne released the original version on his 97 album, The Osman Cometh. Right? And to that point, by the way, like, uh, these kids weren't little saints eagerly waiting to go to church. Um, rebellious kids. Rebellious minds. Young and dumb and just want to rock out, man. We need an outlet. Some of these kids, uh, Ozzy himself, you know, petty little criminal, getting into trouble all the time, needs an outlet. 
things aren't going well at home. Mom and dad aren't really in the most friendly relationship. There's a bit of an abuse or a toxic environment here, there in the community. Folks is poor, getting in line for bread. Things is hard, man. Things is hard. And there ain't no Bible. There ain't no gospel going on. So you've got no true remedy to um, the ailments of societal decay. So you're a young individual, and I understand it very well. That's why I adapt to this music so closely, and I, and I clung to it so much so in my youth because I felt it adapted to or adaptable. It, it, it understood me, and uh, that's what was going on. We needed an outlet. If we don't have an outlet, man, we're gonna get we're gonna put in jail. We gotta we're gonna be brawlers, drunkards. We're gonna get in all kinds of trouble. Let's just make it legal. Let's become rock stars. Let's make music. Let's change the industry. Let's change the sound. You can't listen to Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. If you were one of those original ears back in the 70s and be like, what? this isn't Barry Manilow. What is this? I need more of this. This is like a, a vibration of an ancient, of an ancient pagan, of an ancient witchcraft. It comes from the gods, the northern and so, yeah, these kids were not saints. They certainly um, embraced the macabre, the morbid, the witch, the magic, and all these other worldly, um, should I say, worldly uh, aromas. Is that good? Worldly aromas. Ah, they smell nice, but they have uh, short... Uh, life expectancy. That's the thing. It's not eternal like our Lord and Master. So anyways, the original name of the song was Walpurgis, which is a festival with origins in paganism and witchcraft. Sabbath leader singer Ozzy Osbourne released the original version of this song in 97. The Osman Cometh album, of course, and the band wanted to use this as the title of the album, but the record company, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to do that, right? Record company says, no, er, you can't do that. So they ended up calling it Paranoid. Another song on the album, by the way, just to fit in, just like we need to put something in there. Let's just do this one. Boom, put it in there. It becomes the number one song on the album real quick, too. So this is one of many Black Sabbath songs that is often misinterpreted as evil. War Pigs is just seen as some kind of a satanic ritual of sorts. And um, to the credit of those who think so, I mean, obviously, there are some words in there, if you're not reading the context, why they wrote the song and how it's written and for whom it was intended to expose, yeah, you're going to read those lyrics and be like, well, this is a song glorifying Satan somehow, some way. And it's misinterpreted as evil. It wasn't created evil. It was created to expose evil. And what evil, indeed, were they trying to expose with this lyric? Well, war and those who seek war, blood-lusting Corrupt politicians who see nothing but profit from dead bodies. We send our sons to war to die for the greed of some bureaucrat somewheres. You know, that kind of mentality, man. Let's get rid of Nam. You know, that, that whole idea. Now I have my own personal opinions about war and what goes on with this, that, and the other. And you should catch that over on my Friday episodes where we deal with sociopolitical affairs. Back here, this is one of many of Black Sabbath's songs that is often misinterpreted as evil. The song speaks out against the horrors of war. That's what's going on with it, right? On the U.S. albums, this is listed as War Pigs slash Luke's Wall, right? Luke's Wall is another name for the end of the song. On the 94 Black Sabbath tribute album, Nativity in Black, you guys remember that one? 
Faith No More contributed a live cover version. Faith No More also covered this on their 89 album, The Real Thing. War Pigs has been used as the name of various Black Sabbath tribute bands. We found one in Australia. Australia. And in Long Island, New York. Ozzy's former guitarist Zach Wilde did a cover of this song after he went solo. A pretty good one, too. Very raunchy, very deep, very confrontational, very, uh, man, in-your-face metal. That doom, that doom bass that just vibrates your every artery. It's just quite the thing. And so, uh, anyways, the information goes on along those lines, and uh, that kind of gives us some background to the con- uh, to the song and why it was written, right? To the song and why and, and and why it was written. Let me just check something here before I put the lyrics on the so- on the screen, which we'll be doing and we'll be going through uh, together there. Let me see here. All right. Oh, see some comments there. Good stuff. I need a hi there. Anita says, Ozzy was my first concert. I'll never forget it. Yeah, Ozzy was awesome. I went and saw Ozzy a few times as well. It's just one of those, you know, electric evenings, you know, to be in the presence of this kind of metal to which I at a time idolized. Like, I mean, I idolized Ozzy, Black Sabbath. To me, he wrote... uh, the, the the lyrics that he sang, and he not necessarily always wrote his songs, uh, but the production and the way it was delivered, I just understood. It was just the best thing for me in my life and dealing with the things I was dealing with and going through a lot of um, uncertainties and doubts and rebellions and unfair this and unfair that. And so the Ozzy was just, you know, the man for me. He, he God wrote the Bible. And um, the devil wrote music. He wrote a song. And Ozzy was certainly the venue to a lot of this uh, this rebellion. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, Ozzy, uh, seen him in, uh, uh, in concert as well. So it's just powerful. Matter of fact, our first son, uh, Joshua, my eldest son, uh, he was in my wife's womb. He was in his mother's womb at the concert. So his first experience was like, teeny little baby inside the belly. And that's something. But uh, yeah, I mean, when you're rebellious, you go to these songs and they can be damaging depending on your, um, on your mental stability, right? Of course, in Christ, the remedy to any kind of uncertainty as a youth going into your teenage years is the Bible. There's just no way around that. Uh, I wish I would have been smart and uh, followed the Bible instead of going down the path of all this music. Um, Now, today I can learn how to enjoy the music with a very different perspective, worldview, obviously a more uh, accurate, real one. And my children and I, uh, or I teach my children how to properly have conscience for these things in an appropriate way and to know how to deal with it the right way forward. So... Black Sabbath's lyrics, War Pigs. Let's put this up on the screen and we'll have ourselves uh, an analyzing here. Bang, there we go. I'm going to put ourselves a camera. Uh, if we can find it right there. Okay. Uh, maybe I have to change this a little bit. There we 
go so you get to see me in the little bubble there. Uh, look at that. There we go. We're here. Hey. Okay. Generals gathered in their masses. See, now you know the context, right? Now you know a bit of the context. Now you know that this was written in relation to exposing these uh, warmongers, these individuals who just love the bloodlust and the money that comes with uh, war. And so it's written with that kind of pen. We know the context now. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to read a bit differently than you might have read it pri previously or heard it. So now when it comes on the radio and you hear it, you'll be like, oh yeah, that's a story against, uh, that's a song against war. Anyway, so generals gathered in their masses. How so? Well, just like witches at black masses. Well, what do witches at black masses do? That don't sound very good, does it? Witch? Black masses? Yeah, not the white kind of witches, which are typically seen as the good fairies. The good fairies who come to sprinkle dust on us. No, this is the evil witches who brew all kinds of disaster, concoctions of chaos, masters of death. These witches at black masses, they worship the source in which is governing all this evil and war and death. Well, who does that? Well, generals, of course. Generals gathered in their masses... Just like witches at black masses. Evil minds that plot destruction. Sorcerer of deconstruction. Right? Okay, well, this is what's going on. In their minds, they're thinking, war is bad, so everyone that's involved with war is bad. Generals must be bad. They're involved in war. War is death. And they're doing it not for the protection or sovereignty of our nation to make sure that no foreign threat can infiltrate our freedom. No, in their minds, it's just greed. It's all about territorial conquest for greed purposes, pride purposes, and it's not right, and it's evil, and it's sourced from these wicked uh, uh, landscapes. So generals gathered in their masses, just like witches at black masses. Evil minds that pluck destruction or plot destruction. Sorcerer of death's construction. So what is a witch at a black mass? Well, she's a sorceress of death. And she's the constructor, the creator of all these things. She's got a potion, right, in the uh, uh, quadrant. These, uh, it, it's taking place. It's being brewed up for death. So you got generals, evil minds, witches, sorcerer. You see how he's playing? I mean, I think it's a masterful lyric. I think it's written very well. And it's the... It, 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 of its kind, of its genre, I mean, it's it's unmatched. It's poetic to its effect. Whether you agree with it or not, it's, it's, it's well put together in my honest opinion. Generals gathered in their masses, just like witches at black masses. Evil minds that plot destruction. They just come up with it. That's what they do, these individuals. They just wake up every day and say, what kind of evil can I come up with today? And wouldn't you know it, the Bible speaks of these things. Where do you think all of this comes from? Good and evil, anyways. Black Sabbath didn't invent good or evil. They may have invented the sound and the lyric they wrote, but it sourced somewhere deeper with much more spiritual importance. Well, the Bible. That's where good and evil. Where did they ever get the moral compass to know that something was black as in evil or something was good or something was, well, the Bible. 
Generals gathered in their masses, just like witches at black masses. And that's what it means here. This is not talking about any kind of skin color or a, a color per se. It's speaking of, or it's descriptive. The word black in this here context is descriptive of evil. Okay, so let's not get things twisted. These guys aren't racist or anything. Just like witches at black masses, evil minds that plot destruction, they live their days concocting, brewing up, living for, creating in their minds new ways to cause chaos, death, murder, lies, all these things, again, that we see rebuked harshly in the scriptures from those who were uh, uh, throughout recorded history, secular and inspired. In the fields, the bodies burning as the war machine keeps turning. See that? In the fields, the body's burning as the war machine keeps turning. Death and hatred to mankind poisoning their brainwashed minds. Oh, Lord, yeah, don't, don't. Well, you see what's going on now? It's making a lot more sense, isn't it, to why this is written in such a way. Again, these are young guys who are against war because to them war is greed and there's no reason that we should go out there and be slaughtered in these fields, burnt alive at war for these greedy bureaucrats sitting somewhere in their safe houses where their children don't, don't, don't get to go to war, don't need to go to war. And so that's how they see it. So they're going to write it as they see it from their worldview, from where they were born and raised, their culture, their, their, their existence. Generals gathered in their masses, just like witches at black masses. Evil minds that plot destruction, sorcerer of death's construction in the fields. Which field? The war fields, of course. The bodies are burning. Which bodies? The bodies of those who are being sacrificed to the hands of these greedy bureaucrats who just want war for profit. And as the war machine keeps turning, of course, this is an wheels on the bus go round and round. Well, death and hatred to mankind is being spread all over the place, poisoning their brainwashed minds. How so? <laughs> Propaganda. You still watching CNN? <laughs> oh, Lord, yeah. A calling, of course, to the divine in what's taking place here. What is taking place? Well, Lord, why are, what's happening? Well, war is happening. War is happening. Politicians hide themselves away. They only started the war. Why should they go out to fight? They leave that role to the poor. <laughs> right? Isn't that what they do? Well, from their perspective, of course, that's what they do. Now, there are various perspectives, and each context needs to be discussed. Of course, again, I've changed my worldview regarding war. Do I know that there are some corrupt politicians who sacrifice innocent lives in the field for their own greed? Absolutely. And I would apply this song to expose them as well as the Black Sabbath powerhouse did back in the 70s. But is there war that is justified? Well, I would want to think so. I know there has been in recorded history, justified war, where you had good moral men leading a country to safety and by doing so, defending their sovereignty from foreign threat. And so not every war that has taken place was unrighteous, if you will. Some were credible and were necessary and were life and death moments. And you can thank 
God first and foremost and our fellow soldiers that you and I get to have the freedom we have left today because of such things. But anyways, back to the evil politicians and the evil war people who make all this happen. Who are they? Well, these politicians, they hide themselves away. They're not going to participate in what they've started. You know, it's like that little weasel. I used to go to the bars all the time, the clubs and everything in my past life. Obviously, we would peruse and cruise the main street and uh, enter in every dive and drinking waterhole humanly possible. Sometimes it was just a bar to get drunk. Sometimes it was a club of sorts to go dancing and, you know, uh, mingle with the, uh, the other gender the male and the female kind, you know, the two kinds and all that stuff. Well, um, you'd find at times in these locations, this little weasel of a fellow who'd get in there and he'd get drunk and get belligerent and want to start fights all the time. And then when he picked on you enough and and just been a pest, you want to knock him out. Well, he, he ducks and hides and goes away, doesn't he? He just hides away. You can't find him. He's like, you've been picking a fight all night, buddy. It's time to bring it outside now so I can knock your teeth out. No, he hides. He's just, he's the instigator. He's the instigator. He instigates war and then he'll want to pin someone else against the other. Like these, these individuals, man, you'll find them in the bars. You'll find them in the clubs. Well, these politicians, they hide themselves away. They're the ones who started the fights. You know, it's kind of like, uh, uh, I've seen this happen at the bars. Dude is walking behind um, uh, a girl, a woman. And he slaps her behind. And immediately he gets out of the way. So she turns around thinking, who on earth just slapped my behind? And she just sees a man right behind him looking like a deer with the headlights in the eye saying like, it wasn't me, but it's too late. The problem's done now and the boyfriend's going to get involved. How dare you touch my girlfriend that way? And he's like, it wasn't me. And, and, and where's, the, where's, the, where's the guilty culprit? Well, he ran away. He tucked away and he hit himself. He's the one who started this whole thing, but he went and hid himself away. Well, politicians hide themselves away. They only started the war. Why should they go out to fight? They leave that role to the poor. I mean, I don't need to go out there. I got the money. And you know this makes sense. So you know you're reading this lyric and you'll be hearing this song quite differently from here on out. You know this makes sense because look at our current politicians. Look at the administration that is currently governing the U.S. And look at our current administration over here governing Canada. Look at the war they are starting. Look at the wars. Civil wars, world wars. It's all for political gain and greed. It's all for their own control, their their egotistical maniacs. So they start this war and they're going to be tucked away in their ivory towers. Who knew that getting into politics could make one a millionaire? Well, you know there's a problem. They're corrupt to the brim. So they're going to start a third world war. They've already created uh, the most devastating division in the Western world in I don't know how long. So civil war uh, upon us. And where are they going to be found? You think you're going to find the Biden administration among us or the Trudeau administration among us and the streets getting killed, getting murdered? No, no. Politicians hide themselves away. They only started the war. Why should they go out to fight? They leave that role to the poor. And don't get me wrong, I am not anti-war. I'm just reading what's going on, giving you some context and some platform. I am pro-war. I am pro-capital punishment. But it has to be justified. It has to be right. 
and I am with you if you say, but who knows what's right? I'm with you. There's so much corruption now, it's difficult, isn't it? But hey, listen, don't fret. No need to be anxious. You and I were Christians. We're faithful Christians. We do our part to the best of our ability in what we can discern and the wisdom God allows us to have. And we vote according to that. And we stand up uh, where we need to stand up and sit down where we need to sit down. But ultimately, hey man, we've got a we've got a better home than this fallen world, don't we? Keep reading. Okay, let's do it. Time will tell on their power minds, making war just for fun, treating people just like pawns in chess. Wait till their judgment day comes. Yeah. Reads differently, doesn't it? Well, yeah. They can have all their fun right now, these greedy bureaucrats, these corrupt politicians, sending our youth to die in foreign fields, their bodies burned alive, these evil generals who are complicit to these corrupt politicians making this happen. How dare they? This is unjust, and there has to be a comfort. What's the comfort? Their day's coming. Which day? Well, judgment, of course. Judgment day. If we can't have the power to get rid of them and, and, and hang them publicly, well, I know what's going to happen. God's going to judge them. And that is a true statement, isn't it? God is certainly going to judge the wicked. There's no way around that. That's a Bible concept. And most of what they are saying here is Bible concept. It's just such a tragedy that they didn't ask the question, where do our thoughts come from ultimately? What's the source of good and evil? <laughs> if they would have only entertained the thought. But you're not allowed to do that once you are in the music business. Or if you're seeking to become rich and famous within the entertainment business, you are not allowed to question certain things. Time will tell on their power minds, and it's all about power, isn't it? Control. It's sad. These same individuals, sadly, you'll find them creep into the church and do all kinds of problems there, too. You'll find them everywhere. They're just a pest, a discouragement. So Sabbath continues to write the lyric, knowing that judgment will come for these. Now in darkness, world stops turning. Ashes were the bodies burning. No more war pigs have the power. Hand of God has struck the hour. Day of judgment, God is calling. On their knees, the war pigs crawling. Begging mercy for their sins, Satan laughing spreads his wings. Oh, Lord, yeah. This is, this, this is profound. Are you with me? Do you understand what's going on? This is profound lyricism. It really is. And it's scriptural thought. It, it is. And uh, we need to understand what's taking place here. Again, it's quite different than the perspective you might have had prior to knowing what's really going on with the lyric. Because again, we Christians tend to be quite ignorant in what's really happening in the secular world. Now in darkness, world stops turning. See, judgment day has come upon us. Who is the judge of this judgment day? Well, God, of course. And now these war pigs, these war pigs have nowhere to hide. Their evil has come to roost. Their resume is now being exposed before the great I am. And there ain't no running away. 
On their knees, the war pigs crawling, begging mercies for their sins. Too late, now it's judgment day. So Satan, laughing, spreads his wings. Huh? He knows that his accusations towards these war pigs stands guilty. They don't have Christ as their Lord and Master. They don't have Christ as their Advocate. No, Christ is not on their side. They've not repented. They've lived a high-handed, murderous, and corrupt way of life, bringing much pain and division and death upon people on this earth. And so it's judgment time now. So Satan, he's laughing about this. This is, this is just tickling his fancy. These war pigs whom he accused of being guilty of these things are indeed guilty and will be found with him, locked away forever, in eternal damnation. It's quite profound, and it's well-written. In my opinion, it's, it's, it's very well-written. And, uh, you know, that's kind of the gist of the whole thing there with this song. It's a, it's a powerful song. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's not for everyone. It's not everyone's cup of tea, if you will. It certainly uh, is a song I've not uh, listen to in, a, in, a, in quite a little bit, I suppose. Sometimes it'll pop up on on uh, satellite music or radio or something, and I still enjoy it. Like it's not, it's a song that I've never gotten tired of. By the way, it's still like to me that opening is just like, dude, it brings me back to so many memories. Now we used to listen to that as rebellious kids, and we used to misinterpret the lyrics and the reason it was written all you know all the time and that's that's where we you and i as faithful christians we reached the youth like hey man i love i like that song too i know what you're listening to i know the lyrics i know who wrote it i know why it's been written and it, man if it, i would have been amazed with someone to sit down with me while i was a rebellious young uh, young thug uh to have someone be like dude listen man this is pretty cool i know what you're listening to i've been I, I listen to it as well do you know what it's you know what it's about this that and the other so again the concept of things being said well they do come from christian principle and the uh, bible mind it good and evil good and evil sin right judgment damnation war murder I mean, it's easy to just see that song and start screaming at people and throwing the Bible at people saying, stop listening to Satan's music, burn your albums. It don't work. I know it. I, I'm one of those kids. It, that don't work because we know you're not making any sense. Like that don't make sense. Make it make sense. Now, am I promoting that you violate your conscience and Listen to that music if you are truly, firmly convinced that you can't. Not at all. I still love you. You should still love me. Pray for me. Maybe I'm immature. Maybe I'm immature. I don't understand it yet. Pray for me. Help me out. That's how we're supposed to be as Christians. But again, you can't deny the facts. And the facts are that song was not a song glorifying Satan. It's not a song written purposely evil. It's written to expose what they thought was evil. War. And they are right if war with all its bloodshed, is done so by the hands of corrupt, greedy bureaucrats and politicians. What, are you going to say they're wrong? Well, no, they're not wrong. Is there going to be a judgment? Are all who, are, who have not repented be judged and eternally condemned? Yeah. And is Satan not laughing as we, as we speak to all the souls who are being damned because they remain rebellious? Well, yeah. Okay. 
There you go. Black Sabbath. War pigs. Make sense? I think so. All right, my dear friends, I do certainly appreciate all the viewership going on and everyone taking place here with us on this session, Tuesday session. Tuesdays, again, are for analyzing the lyric. You may have a song in mind you'd like for me to put on this podcast and have a discussion about. By all means, you can reach out to me at itssouls at gmail.com. You can reach out to me in various other uh, uh, locations. I do encourage you to sign up to addedsouls.locals.com. It's free to sign up, and you can choose to support for as low as five bucks a month. Hey, it helps the Added Souls ministry through the Maya family and ultimately the work we do here in the mission field of the East Coast, along with the East Coast Church of Christ. Check out the website, eastcoastchurchofchrist.com. We also have a Facebook page, East Coast Church of Christ. In all instances, you can find all the links to everywhere you'd like to peruse over at addedsouls.com. Tomorrow, Lord willing, we shall continue our Bible studies in the book of Genesis. And I am so happy I get to do this again. The hour is not yet set. I used to do this at 8 a.m. from Monday to Friday, Atlantic Daylight Time. That is obviously going to change because, well, the context of our family and the things we're doing has changed. So uh, stick around to know what time I can kind of set and uh, be uh, committed to. But uh, for now, it's just kind of, of a random time in the day uh, until things are finally set. Uh, and they should be uh, this week. But anyway, so Mondays is my sermon. So on Mondays, I'm going to upload the sermon that I preached on Sunday. On Tuesdays, here we are. We're going to have the analyzing the lyric continue because I think a lot of I've, I've, I've had some very positive emails and very positive contacts from folks who are listening to this non-Christians, by the way, who find it fascinating that a Christian would speak about these things that they grew up listening to or that they are listening to. And I'm like, I know. Christians are not what you've been meant to think they are. <laughs> some who say they are Christians might not really be Christians. So don't judge us all under one, you know, uh, uh, broad brush. And likewise, uh, I will not judge uh, the secular world or uh, and their ways all in one broad brush. Let's just respect each other and love each other and find things out. So it's, it's been wonderful. We're going to do Tuesdays, can, keeping with the uh, analyzing the lyric. On Wednesdays, we do Bible studies where we go through a book, and we've been going through Genesis. And uh, on Thursdays, we have a topical discussion where we pick a topic. You may have a topic. Send it my way. We'll discuss the topic. And on Fridays, it's sociopolitical, where I get to speak a bit of a uh, my mind and my opinion and things taking place uh, with politics and current events and stuff like that. And that's not every Friday. It's probably going to be like every second Friday. So that's kind of the itinerary currently, and it's been working well thus far. So I encourage you again to subscribe to the channel. Share it far and wide. Give us a rumble uh, and uh, participate. Interact with it. If you find any value, support it. Support it. It helps a great deal. It helps a great deal. I think that's about it. As the sign behind me says over there, stay focused and stay positive. Lord willing, we'll see each other again soon. Lord willing, and God bless. <laughs>